Vahini Mekioni Mana, ladies and gentlemen. No flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the glee club. Hey, howdy, hey. And thank you for joining us here on Achana Tiki Talk. This is episode 17. On this week's show, we're going to hear from Alan and Keith, who have just recently come back from Walt Disney World. Yay. Or <laughs> boo. That's whichever way you prefer to take it. <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome back to reality. <laughs> well, it's yay. I was there. And boo, I'm home. So it kind of fits. <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny, you know, you guys have just in the last week or so have gotten back from Walt Disney World. Um, Keith, you left nice, sunny, warm Ohio, I think it was, right? Sunny and warm, correct? Um, where was this? Because it was not here. Um, no, um, the day we flew out, it was 8 or 10 and snowing, so I was excited in shorts at the airport and everybody was staring at me funny, but I didn't care. And you came back home to even more snow, correct? Uh, yes, it was uh, 6 when we uh, got back, and it was also snowing. That's when we uh, got back here, so it was was ugly, now, but we dealt with it. Now, on the other side of the spectrum, we have someone who was in North Carolina, which is pretty, you know, it's pretty southern. Nice warm summers, usually warm winters, and he, for some reason decides to go down to Disney World, but yet he doesn't go home on time <laughs> because of snow and ice. So he extends his trip an extra two days yep. because his flight was canceled, and poor, poor, poor Alan yeah. got an extra two days in Disney World. Worst places to be stuck for 48 hours in Disney World, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, I felt I so got bad canceled. for you. <laughs> it was, uh, it it wasn't just snow that came through you know north carolina it was snow and then sleet and freezing rain and it i mean it just shuts everything down in the south when that kind of stuff happens i mean it's easy to pick on the south and you know we we just we aren't prepared to handle it as well as the north because we don't get it that often right yeah. You know, and, and yeah. every town up here has its own snowplow and, right. you know, multiple snowplows. We just don't have one, and we don't have one for the whole state. We have multiple. So, yeah, we can handle it a lot better. I mean, it just it shuts the state down, and, and I'm sure, you know, any any listeners that were watching CNN on Wednesday night saw the, you know, Wolf, Wolf Blitzer was talking about Raleigh, and, and the governor of Raleigh was interviewed, and or the governor of the North Carolina, and then the the mayor of Raleigh and the mayor of Durham were all interviewed, and it just shuts us down. It, uh, yeah, it it's not a it's not fun to be around, at least not if you're trying to go anywhere. So they shut the airport down all day Wednesday and uh, Thursday morning. It was shut down. It reopened, I think, about eleven o'clock on Thursday. Uh, but at that point, like Thursday, it, there was still some questions, so uh, we we rebooked for Friday because we knew Friday it was. It was, everything was going to be fine because it actually snowed Wednesday and Thursday uh, here. So we just to avoid all of that and not have to deal with is our flight getting canceled again? 
Right. We just bumped it out to Friday because we knew Friday would be fine. And it was. And two more days at Disney is never a bad thing. <laughs> nope, not at no. all. <laughs> all right, so let's um, get into our trip report here. Um, you know, our first, first things first, did you guys have a favorite and a least favorite restaurant that you ate at on this trip? I think because my favorite one um, was Artist Point. Man, that food was fantastic. It's pricey, but it's worth every penny. I had um, a cone feet of pork belly. It had a fried uh, egg on top of it. Also, they had uh, a Northwest um, trio of there was uh, a venison loin, there was uh, buffalo, a strip steak, um, and uh, the sausage as well, and it was was fantastic. And then I had this was a fresh berry um, a cobbler with their house-made black raspberry ice cream on top of it. Yeah, um, so that that's our favorite. My least uh, favorite. Wow, that's hard. Was probably cafeteria at Pop Century. The cheerleaders and the uh, Argentinian teenagers that had, had swarmed our uh, resort on the entire week. So it's like if you were there when they were there, you weren't eating anything. So <laughs> so that was about uh, our worst experience with food while we were there. I don't know that we really had a bad experience. Um, you can't think of of a meal that we ate that wasn't good. Uh, I mean, as far as what, everything we had was good, but my favorite, our favorites were probably, we did go over to Shula's over at the Dolphin, and we also ate at Kimono's at, at the Swan, and both of those, I was really impressed with both of those, especially Kimono's. I think if I had to pick, Kimono's would probably have been my favorite meal from this trip. Uh, really good appetizers, good, uh, you know, friend of the show, uh, Scott Campbell, he advised me uh, of a few things that were must-tries there, and and we got him uh, this, uh, one of the sushi rolls and, and, and an appetizer that was really good. And Kimono's was probably my favorite. But like I said, we didn't have a bad place. Shula's was great. We had a flying fish. It was great. Uh, we ate dinner at Kona, which was amazing as, as usual. I think Kona's dinner is underrated. Uh, Kona, most people talk about Kona Cafe and, and they talk about breakfast with the Tonga toast and the macadamia pancakes and, and that's great and, and I don't disagree with that but I don't think it gets nearly enough love in terms of of the of the dinner there uh, and then when we extended we ended up eating at the Grand Floridian Cafe which we never eaten at and it was good not nothing really spectacular but it was good and and then uh, Chef de France which is a personal favorite of ours anyway we, we like that so we didn't really have a so, bad dinner. So Shula's, uh, there's a lot of people that will say that uh, Shula's has got the best steak on Disney property. Would you agree with that, or you just don't, you 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 can't? You, that's the only place you've ever had steak before there, um, or you didn't have steak when you were there? Uh, well, I I didn't really have steak. I had prime rib, which okay. is I guess kind of steak, but it's not. And any I'm a sucker for for prime rib. So if I go to a, a restaurant that has that and and still has some left, I will get it. So. Um, I mean, it was really good. The prime rib was, was excellent. Um, I've eaten at Yachtsman, and the steak there was, was good. Um, I've had steak at Kona, and it was good. I've had steak at Jico. Honestly, that's probably the best steak I've ever had was the filet at Jico. And that's not because Yachtsman or any of those other places were bad. I just think that the filet I had at Jico, uh, that's still the best 
my favorite restaurant on property you know right now if I had to pick one not counting Victoria and Albert's that's uh, that's in a league of its own but uh, Gico is is probably the best steak I've had personally at Disney now did you guys try anything any new foods that you haven't had before because I know in the past uh, Alan that we you had said on your next trip that you were going to try school bread did you get a chance to try that I did have school bread Stephanie, Stephanie would be <laughs> pleased that I did have school bread, um, and it was good. It was better than I thought it would be. I don't like coconut, and, and that's why I've never tried it, because I don't care for coconut. So I was a little... I went into it thinking, I'm probably not going to like this, but I want to try it, because everybody swears by it. And it was good. It was it was sweeter than I thought it would be. Um, I know some people... Um, you know, good friend of the show, Matt Holly, when he tried it, he didn't care for it because I think he had maybe built it up too much in his head. And I think it was opposite for me. I had kind of played it down in my head thinking it's coconut. I'm not going to like it. So then when I did eat it, it was good. I enjoyed it. I would order it again. I, I'm not going to uh, run directly to the Norway Pavilion and order it. It's, uh, I didn't love it the way people do, but I liked it and, and I would order it again. I had some roasted pork shank at uh, Gaston's, and it was good. It's a little fatty, but seasoned excellent. It's roasted extremely well. It's tender. It's a big portion, too. I mean, it's it's a massive shank, so it was really good. Good. And that cronut, um, though. That cronut at Epcot? I, that cronut I is ridiculous. Get over there. I would, <laughs> you didn't get over there? I How did that you not one. get over there? I want to try that because I want to see how it compares to the one, the original here in, in New York. Yeah. I, I would love to try that. Uh, that, 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 wow. That cronut. That's the best thing I ate all week. I'm almost positive it was that good. I just, I tried to get a second one, but we got out of dinner late. We got out of dinner like at 8 59 uh, the last night we were eating it uh, in France and they don't play in Epcot, man. Nine o'clock, doors are shut. Get out. You can watch Illuminations and you can go, but you are not buying any more food. We actually went in. We were the, we were annoying guests because we were trying to get something for dessert, and we went in the exit of the little ice cream shop uh, in oh, France. Man. But only because we weren't ordering ice cream. We were ordering a macaroon ice cream sandwich, and they're pre-made, so we weren't right. like they didn't have to do anything other than give us a pre-made ice cream sandwich and. And uh, we we did that, but we were annoying guests there for a second. But it was like literally like eight fifty nine and like fifty eight seconds, and we were walking in. They were shutting the door. Like, come on, give a guy a break. Right, Keith, I um, there's a couple of people wanted to know how many, how many, how many, how many, how many, how many turkey legs did you eat? Um, I only had one. Uh, one. Wow. Yeah, and and. I'll tell you why. Because um, they're not good? Yeah, that's probably why. <laughs> um, actually, no. My favorite spot to get them at was closed. The stand, uh, it's in uh, the studios. It was actually was closed. Um, so I settled uh, for one Men and Bills. It just wasn't as good. It was a tad like dry and smaller than I had remembered them from our last trip. So, yeah, I only had one this trip. Okay. Um now I want to talk a little bit about some of the, the transportation. Uh, both you guys had flown in, and you took Disney's Magical Express. Now, Alan, typically you take your own car and drive in. Um, how was uh, Magical Express for you guys? Good? Yeah. Overall, I was pleased. Um, they, you know, It's easy. We got off the plane, walked straight down to the 
you know, first level and, and got in line and, and, and got on the bus. We sat for maybe 15 minutes on the bus waiting to, to finally disembark from the airport, which was, I mean, it's not terrible, don't get me wrong, but, you know, part of you are still like, come on, I want to go, I'm here. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and we were right. trying to, especially because I was, we were trying to get to the, to the resort so we could get checked in so that we could get to the Magic Kingdom because I knew Keith was was having to leave and we were trying to make sure we got together so part of my and part of my uh, urgency was I didn't have a ton of time but you know at the end of the day 15 minutes sitting on the bus is not that bad we were at the boardwalk which was the second stop of uh, that bus they went to Caribbean Beach first so it was it was it was good I would I would use it again all things in and of itself the Magical Express was fine. My wife and I were talking about it when we were waiting for our flight home. And Disney Magical Express is by itself is great. There are things that other transportation issues that come up that are kind of negatives compared to having your own car. Uh, but that's not Disney's Magical Express's fault. It's it's other issues. So the the Magical Express itself was was good, and I enjoyed it. It was nice to it was really nice to just get off the airplane and and go and not worry about tr- trying to find your bags at. Right. Uh, you had baggage claim and all that. That was that was extremely nice. So I enjoyed it. It was good. I would do it again. Good. What was nice for us too was is lots of times when you get to the like stand or their travel booth, it's like everybody is like fumbling through um, bags and purses and get those like, vouchers out to get on their bus. But this time you just walked right up and um, your uh, magic band and said hi and you just walked right on. Um, yeah. Which was really nice. It sped it up a lot. Yeah, I want to I want to touch on the magic bands in a minute. But the, the next uh, after this question, we can we can touch on a little bit more. Um, how were the overall buses um, at the resorts for you guys? Did you wait a lot um, going to the parks or going back to the resort? Actually, no. Our first bus from from Pop Mad Kingdom. I think it seemed like it took hours. I'm just uh, we was excited to get there, but it was probably like 20 minutes, I think, or something. After that, I mean, we just walked on or had a short wait, so it wasn't that bad at all. Overall, we had pretty good experiences. I, I have to full disclosure here, like you brought up earlier, we're, we most of our trips we drive it's only about nine hours from north carolina so we usually drive so we have the car uh, and even in the past when we've flown we always rent a car because we like to we like to get off property a little bit so it's nice to have a rental car so it's hard for me to to have a an opinion that's not partial because having a car is so much easier we walk out of the room we get in the car we go where we want to go and we don't have to wait. We don't have to drive from the boardwalk to the Swan to the Dolphin to pick up 15,000 people before we go to the parks. So full disclosure with that, aside, you know, it was still fine. We only had one bus trip that was um, a bit of a wait, and that was uh, the morning we were going to Animal Kingdom. And, and I overheard the transportation cast member at the the bus stop at the boardwalk say that a bus had come or a bus was on its way but had to be rerouted because of some kind of technical issues the bus was having so we ended up waiting longer than even we should have because the bus was not able to come so then they had to reroute another bus and it took a while Uh, that was really the only bad like long wait experience we had but we also didn't use the boat a lot, or the boat, the bus a lot. We we stayed at the boardwalk for 
the main chunk of our trip, the the actual part of our trip prior to extending, we were at the boardwalk. So we walked to Epcot every time we went there. We walked to the studios because it's they're just really nice little walks and it's quicker than waiting on a bus. Um, actually, you can't even get a bus to Epcot from the boardwalk, but uh, yeah, it's the buses overall were fine. I, I wouldn't rave about them, but I also am not going to complain about them too much. They're they do the best they can. I mean, if you think about the sheer number of people on a daily basis that they're transporting around that property, if you think about it in that terms, they do a pretty good job of, of not making people wait for too terribly long a time. I talked with a cast uh, member, too, while we were there, who said they changed dispatching system for the uh, buses at week, too, so it was a test for everybody as well. I did get to ride those newer uh, Bendy buses uh, quite a few times, and those things hold a ton of people, which makes it easier, too, and a shorter wait. That's cool. I saw one at one point leaving. When we were coming to the Magic Kingdom, I saw one leaving, but that's the only time I saw it. We, we didn't ride it, obviously. They, they were, they're using those, I think, mostly for pop and, and the value uh, resorts, the mm-hmm. all-star resorts, because that's still where the majority of, of their guests, I think, are staying uh, in comparison yeah. you know, to, to the deluxe resorts and whatnot so I, I did see one and they look kind of fun they look kind of cool but I didn't get to ride one for me right, so but they, I did notice we, we went to lunch at Sanaa over at Kadani and uh, at Kadani they have a board now and I didn't notice this anywhere else now we only we didn't really spend much time at bus stops but they didn't have it at Boardwalk they didn't have it at the bus stop at Wilderness Lodge which is where we moved to but at Kadani they had a, a digital screen a, a television board and, and it said you know the bus that's coming the the next bus that will be going to the magic kingdom is due at you know 1205 and then the next one that's going to downtown disney is due at 1208 and, and oh, they wow. had yeah so that was pretty neat now i didn't we were we got off the bus and we're walking to lunch and i noticed it so i didn't really you know stop and say and, and like time it because we were on our way to a, a ADR but they do have that at Kadani now where it, it was showing you know when the next bus is due to arrive that's going to whatever location which was pretty that's cool nice. if they put that in yeah. that's nice that's a nice touch I did get to experience that um, when we were over at the Grand Floridian I think like a year and a half ago they did that they did have that in there okay and um, so I did see that. So it has been around. It's just not at many resorts. Okay, that was the first I'd seen it. But I also I've been to Grand Floridian, but never never taken buses there. We we always drive. <laughs> All right. So getting back to um, you know the Magic Bands and, and Fast Pass Plus, uh, the first question is: Is it the uh, the nightmare scenario that everybody has said it would be so far? For us, it wasn't. Our bands worked in every turn, ADR, every fast pass, our doors at the rooms, paying for things. It worked like flawlessly. We didn't have any issues. I've heard from pass holders who stay off property, our local who have had issues with the uh, fast passes just because uh, they can't book them in advance. They have to stop at the, the kiosks which have like a wait like 40 minutes at times um 
for those. Um, so the, it's a pain for them. I know being tested, annual pass holders now, bands. But as far as as we went, was fine. Yeah, it worked well for us too. Um, as far as the Magic Bands are concerned, which is I know kind of what you're wanting to focus on, the Magic Bands were great. Um, I think that's I think the Magic Band itself is a is a really fantastic idea. You, I put it on my wrist in the morning and never thought about it. You know, unless I needed it, it was it was nice to not have to you know dig in my pocket to get my uh, key to the world card out of my wallet when it was time to to go into the park. Uh, it was nice to not have to dig into my wallet to get that to, you know credit card out when it was time to to buy things or whatever. Now we were using we we never used the Magic Band for purchases. We had a uh, we had gift cards that we were using and we had. Um, uh, we have a Disney Visa, so we had cashed out a lot of our rewards points um, actually prior to our last trip and then used what was left on this trip. So we never actually charged anything to the room. But as far as the, the band itself is concerned, it was it was flawless. We never once did a FastPass Plus not show up like it was supposed to. Never once did we get locked out of our room or have trouble accessing the park. Um, we got on, like Keith said, when we got to the airport, scanned it, they let us on the bus. Um, even with us, where we, our reservations were weird. We, we had points, we used DVC points for Sunday through Wednesday, which was our, Wednesday was our original go home date. So we had a, we had reservations on DVC points for Sunday through Wednesday, but we actually went down on Saturday and we paid cash. Um, through a travel agent, I, I got one night through a travel agent for Saturday night in, in the boardwalk. So we actually got two sets of magic bands. We got one for our one night stay, and we got another one for the the rest of our trip, um, which I thought was kind of silly, but ultimately it really wasn't that bad. We just we switched magic bands on Sunday morning. We woke up, and we got the new magic bands out, and, and we used those. And then even when we had to move over to Wilderness Lodge, when we checked in, we handed them our magic bands and they programmed everything to that. So those acted as our new room keys for Wilderness Lodge and we didn't have a single problem. Our room was ready actually when we got to Wilderness Lodge on uh, Wednesday morning and we walked right up and they, it, they worked right away. We didn't have a single problem with the magic bands. I, I, think, they're, I think they're great, honestly. The magic bands are great. Now, did you find the, the bands comfortable enough? I did, yeah. I bought the his sleeves for him, covers, which it did get help. It was more um, like a fabric instead of a, like a rubberized plastic on your skin. Only complaint I guess I would have is that you are not able to put your gift cards onto the bands, which, I mean, you know, um, you still take a wallet full of gift cards with you everywhere but but if i'm not, before you go any further if i'm not mistaken you can actually take those gift cards and apply them as room credit to your room did you ask about that um, you can seemed like a hassle because even a past member there had said well if they charge you you know accidentally you can just you know refund it and can take the gift cards but it'd take like up to like two days to get the uh, show up with like a refund so just it seemed too risky to do it that way yeah i wouldn't take the risk i wouldn't take the chance yeah i didn't the magic bands are pretty comfortable for me i like i said i put it on I'm, i wear a watch anyway so i'm used to having something on my wrist but 
I, I wore it on my left wrist, left wrist above my watch, and I, I, I mean, I kept it kind of loose just because I, I don't like, I do wear a watch, but I usually wear it kind of loose because I don't like tight things on my wrist at all in general. Um, so I kept the magic band loose, but to the point where I could, I could actually rotate it. So depending on if I was going to, if I needed the Mickey head on the left side or the right side, depending on which one I was scanning, because there's one on each side when you use like a fast pass, I could rotate it around my wrist. So it was that loose, but I never noticed it. It, it, it seriously, it, it was like it didn't exist. It, it was never a, a bother, even on the, even on the days when it was kind of warm. Uh, there were one or two days that it was hot. Uh, no, not hot, but you know, warmer than than the other days, and I still never noticed it. It was fine to me. Did you guys have any um, experience changing um, fast passes on the fly? I did. I took the uh, advantage like of the uh, app a lot. Like if we had had a fast pass and we passed by it earlier and um, there was a short wait, we would write it. it was over with. I would like check my app and cancel it and make another one only issue i had was that the app it seemed as if it worked like slowly at the parks it took a while to get in and load and change things but i did i changed uh, quite a few of them actually i did too we, we we made quite a few changes on the fly at one point we we uh it was saturday it was after we had already met with keith and, and uh, keith was gone so we were it was kind of a rainy day. Uh, well, not kind of. It was a rainy day. Yeah, it and, was. Um, so we, we got there. We met up with Keith, and we hung out with Keith and his wife for a little bit. And then when they left, we were we had dinner at Kona that night, but we also wanted to – we honestly just kind of wanted to get out of the park because it, it was just rainy and nasty. Um, so we were riding the People Mover, and we had a Fast Pass Plus for Buzz that – but not for another like hour and we really just wanted to kind of get out of the park to dry off some so while I was on the people mover I updated the buzz fast pass and bumped it forward to basically like three minutes after we got off the people mover I was we were able to go straight in scan our bands they worked perfectly the fast pass plus was fine we walked right on buzz uh, did buzz and then we we left and uh, we ended up coming back later that night but we left and we wandered over. We went over to Grand Floridian because we wanted to see the DVC villa, the the uh, the sample room, the the model room. So we walked around there and then we went over to the Tambu Lounge and hung out for a bit. But it, I could go on and on about the Fast Pass Plus. It does have its issues. I'm not going to deny it. But overall, I think it was it worked really well for us. We didn't have a single issue with them. Um, there are some things I would change, but I also respect the fact that they're still trying to get this right. It's not a done deal yet. Um, I'm probably going to take some heat for this, but it's almost become the cool thing to hate on FastPass Plus and My Magic Plus just because yeah. everyone else does it. And I mean, that's fine. Everyone's entitled to their opinions. So I'm not saying they're wrong, but I do think it's almost become uh, if you defend FastPass Plus at all, you're like shunned from the Disney community. And I just don't <laughs> think that's fair. I mean, it's not a perfect system. I wish you could park hop with it. I wish I could get more than three per day, but it seems to, it's working a lot better than it was. It is getting better as they work on this. Um, Keith, you didn't get to experience it cause you were, you were gone, but they've updated 
well, and you may not have anyway because you don't have a, you're not an Apple user, but they have updated the Apple version of of uh, the My Disney Experience app. They updated it about that, yeah. halfway through my trip, and the new one is exponentially better. It's faster, it's more user friendly, it is a better app across the board. Hmm. Um, I noticed it was kind of slow at the beginning of the trip, but the newer one it, is really nice, and we had to do a lot of things on the fly because we were we extended our stay so we didn't have fast passes picked out we didn't have dining reservations picked out we had nothing picked out for uh, well we had we had stuff picked out for Wednesday morning because we were going to go to Magic Kingdom Wednesday morning before we had to catch the bus back to the airport but when it became that's not the, the plan anymore I moved the fast passes around I extended them out throughout the day I made dining reservations that night I made Fast Pass Plus for the Thursday and for Friday, and you know, all that had to basically be on the fly, the day of or the day before, and I had no problems. Um, like I said, it's it's not perfect. I'm not going to act like it's perfect, but I do think it's just I think people give it way more grief than it needs to to get right now. It it takes time to to work these things out. All right, one uh, one final question for you guys is is how is the the mine train's construction coming along? I know the walls just came down. How does it look? When I was there, they were still constructing. Uh, there was still workers outside. I'm there. This was a crane was over there. Was in almost all of our pictures of the castle. It seems as if it's moving. I heard that there's a press event the end of April. I think I heard for it which I know is later than was expected earlier. They had said like spring, which in my mind that's March, early April, but so if the soft openings are the first of May or so, it's extending out some. Um, it looked really, really cool. You can ride Dumbo and peek over and stuff like that. So it, I can't wait until it's, it's finished and I can ride it finally. Uh, it looks good. I got to see... I got they they took the they didn't take all the walls down the you know Twitter blew up the walls are down the walls are down they took like, <laughs> some of the walls down and and they did take some of the walls down there are there's a stretch uh kind of along the the front of uh where little mermaid is now uh where uh, voyage of the little mermaid is or under the sea whatever that one's called anyway they took that stretch of wall down and and it's nice it looks really good um it looks like it's going to be fun. I was surprised at how close the track is coming to those walls. I mean, you're, you're going to be able to get, uh, when, when the when the train comes down the quote-unquote big drop, I mean, that's going to come really close to where guests can be standing, which I think will be fun. It'll be a fun place for, uh, you know, families to, to wait for their, to catch the glimpse of their loved ones riding it and things like that. And it's going to be really nice. It looks good. They're still working, and, and there's still walls up around... 75% of it um, and they're still in there working and they're still doing a lot of things on the other side uh, but where they took the walls down is pretty close to being show ready there were still some some things that weren't exactly show ready but uh, they had the water effects working there's a waterfall that's really pretty and it really adds to to it it's going to be great when it opens I think it's going to be a lot of fun I mean it's not going to be rock and roller coaster or anything but I think it's going to be a fun attraction I think it's going to fit in well in that area uh, and I'm looking forward to it I wish uh, I wish I were getting back there sooner than 
our next trip, which is, I don't even know when it's going to be yet. That's how far away it probably is. So, but I'm excited to see it when it uh, gets open. Great guys. I'm, I'm glad you guys all had a, a, a fun time, a great trip and you guys got together Yeah. and you met for the first time. Yeah. So that's yeah, great. That fun. It was fun. Either. We're uh, going to break uh, off from the, the show. Room. Sean hasn't met either one of us, so yeah. nope. he's not part of the cool <laughs> crowd yet. We'll take it to Photoshop. I'm in the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, Photoshop yourself in there uh, next to Keith. And... Yeah. I'll do that. Or maybe I'll just hide in the background. How about you put my head between the bushes or something? It was fun to meet up. I'm glad we got to do that. And, and Keith yeah. had a Dole Whip float, and I had a citrus swirl, and, and we shivered in the cold and, and ate ice cream <laughs> together, and, and we took in a showing of the Tiki Hut, and... Uh, it was nice to to meet Keith and his wife and and get to know him differently than you know over Skype. So it was good. It was, it was good that we got to meet up. Yeah, it was. It was fun on our end too. It was nice to finally you know have a face with a voice and to meet our wives and to have some fun. It was a nice experience. And so now all of us will have to make a plan for all three of us to get down there soon. Hopefully. And I'll be shunned because my two kids will be running around screaming and yelling and you guys will take off in different directions. We'll be at the bar. <laughs> no, I'll be at the bar. Forget that. Yeah. We'll be having Lapu Lapu while you uh, yeah. while you play Dumbo repeatedly. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week. Be sure to let us know what you thought of this week's show. You can comment in the show notes over at enchantedtikitalk.podbean.com. Or you can email us at EnchantedTikiTalk at gmail.com. And be sure to like us over on Facebook at Facebook.com slash EnchantedTikiTalk. And, of course, you can always follow us at TikiTalk Podcast on Twitter. And lastly, if you enjoy our show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M I N Disney Dream and MouseWorldVacations.com. And you can find me on Twitter at Dullwhip Daily and online at Dullwhip Daily. Dot com and also on Facebook as well. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Norman Bates. Uh, that's N-O-R-M-N-B, the number eight and the letter S. Uh, thanks for listening to this week's show. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. And be sure to drink your cheer wine. <laughs> be sure to drink, drink your, your oval cheer tea. wine. <laughs> cheer wine? Crummy, crummy commercial? commercial? <laughs> <Son of a bitch. laughs>